0: hello and welcome to the future tribe podcast each week we'll be talking about getting things done we'll talk to people who've built up their businesses pulled off amazing projects and cover everything from psychology and strategy to the tips and tricks that will help make your dream a reality we're the podcast that's all about empowering the optimists and the go-getters i'm your host jermaine muller you're listening to the future Tribe podcast and this episode is just getting started
1: Um, and that's kind of what my life is like. It's a lot. So I, m- from my view, I, I see the the everyone's life and the way the universe really works or the way our life works is it's actually governed by like very mysterious and like almost magical principles. And our whole lives are basically made up of coincidences. Mm-hmm. Things that didn't need to happen, but they did. And then because they happened, yes. we are who we are. Something
0: else happened, and so on and so forth. It's it's kind of like those times where you see someone get really, for example, lucky, and then you kind of look at the series of con- uh, series of coincidences or consequences that led them to that point, and you you call that luck because it just seems like it's very unlikely that those things would happen in that sequence for the end result to occur. But ultimately, that's how. The cookie crumbles so to speak and that's how things happened it's not necessarily like it's just these yeah very interest very well you know
1: um
0: higher kind of things that just happens
1: yeah you can call it they called miracles coincidences mm, so mm. many different words but the so i that's when that's how the world in my view really works but the the framework that we're taught and we are programmed um, from like a young age because of our schooling system I'm not putting any blame I'm just saying that's how No, working. it's just how it is set up Yeah, yeah. We're, we're taught that the world is a lot different and essentially what we're taught is the world operates on principles of causality mm. and, this, and therefore this happens mm. um, but causality is an illusion it's a really powerful so just because I say it's an illusion doesn't mean it's not like you don't experience its effect
0: Yes an illusion It's a real, real. thing
1: yeah, it's like, but it's not based on reality.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, yeah, so causality isn't, when you, when you actually think about it, really think about it, causality is an illusion in the sense that what we define as causality isn't necessarily actually occurring for the set reasons that we, we are taught that they are. Causality yeah. occurs. It's a real thing that happens, but the definition around it isn't actually the, the accurate way of defining it. Because it's more of a this this label that we've given to something that actually naturally occurs. Like coincidences or causalities, they, they they almost seem I would say that that we're taught that they're two different things, that that a coincidence and causality are are, are different because coincidences just happen for by by chance, where causality is like because of this action, this happened. Um, yeah, it's an interesting point that you raise raise about that and how you know, I was just talking to someone this afternoon about how there are systematic things in in place, um, not necessarily to suppress anything, but to explain things in a very easy to understand, very very uh, simple way that the schooling system can easily, you know, educate you on and help you be part of the part of society uh, without needing you to have you know this particular level of thinking or higher level of thinking.
1: Yeah. So two points come up when you said that. The first one is just to demonstrate why causality is actually not the way the universe really operates. Um, I guess on that Mm -hmm. front, you could say, well, why do you exist right now? Um, Mm -hmm. So you could go back to your birth and say, well, when you were born, you became, you you started to exist. Mm -hmm. But when you think about like your father's sperm, (laughs) Mm -hmm. there are many millions of them. So why, why that particular one? Well, if you look at his life, his life had to occur exactly the way it did. Yeah, and for them to have conceived on the exact day that they did at the exact time that they did at the exact millisecond time, like, yeah just right um, so, so you existing isn't necessarily because of your birth for you to exist right now ev- all of time all of time yeah, and space, everything had to have occurred exactly as it did
0: mm-hmm.
1: so causality really it tries to pinpoint one thing mm-hmm. as you being the cause but really that one thing was the conception of the universe so and then but the problem is like on the systemic level like you were saying the whole legal system is based on causality and blame yeah so when you, when you have this new lens then who, who do you blame for stealing the tomato um yes. yeah. Is yeah it's the
0: parents who gave birth to that individual or like at what and i guess it, it it's much easier for for everyday life to bring it to these very defined kind of points of causality that you can go, it is, you know, when you chose to pick up the the thing that you stole and you, and you walked out of the shop, that's when you stole it. Versus let's, you know, bring this blame back, 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 and yeah, yeah. end up at essentially the, the starting point of everything.
1: Yeah. Because uh, like there's very, like, this is like the psychological effect of, um, cycle of abuse. You could also look at it. Mm. Maybe someone was abused by their father, so then they have a. They probably abuse their child, who then abuses their child, and the cycle continues. There's this be, tendency. Mm. Um, there is no one to blame. That's the mm. reality. Of it. Um, but we kind of need. We feel like we need someone to blame. One of, for me, one of the big things about causality, the, the that lens of looking at the universe, is. It's just very boring, and it kind of sucks the magic and the um, the magical magic of coincidences. Mm. You don't necessarily know why or how, but they do. And when you read them, you can be taken to cool places. Um, but yeah, no, the systemic stuff is is definitely real in terms of the schooling systems and all. All what were you saying? Yeah, yeah, simplifying things. That's what yeah. you said. I mean,
0: society and everything's and so that yeah. you know the 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 idea is that one would think it's in everyone's interest that what is considered an average level of knowledge of, you know, reading skills of life skills is what everything else is set up to accommodate to. Um, because that's, that's in the interest of, you know, government and society, they're all there to support the average person. Um, and that's what it all comes down to it. it so, everything therefore that we're taught. And we, un- unless we go down those, you know, avenues of, I mean, simple, go back to school, think about what you learned in English, maths and science, for, well, start off with those three, those three things are actually the, the, um, the basics of what you're taught. Why are they the basics of what we're taught? Because we've, we've decided that those things are what you need for an average life. The average person needs for, to, for life to make sense they have you know photosynthesis things like that ultimately um what you learn in science doesn't help if you want to be a doctor that's why you've got to go down this other path um but funny enough that's not necessarily something that we're encouraged to do when it comes to your state of mind and state of being um partly probably because it's more intuition is that is that fair to say rather than kind of this hard science and we're obviously all taught that science and maths are beautiful because they're they're accurate like they're logical they can be proved and disproved and that's why they're they're taught is it fair to say that intuition isn't so much this logical robust thing that can just be written down theoretically and explored
1: intuition you could kind of look that it's a, it's a gift that we have whereas science is the creation of man um and so our whole society only using one it's like it's, it's not in balance it's trying mm. to this is like the principles of masculine and feminine energies. And this is all great. Mm. And on that side, the feminine to me, this is what actually when people say patriarchy, what actually, what I actually hear is patriarchy in terms of more in terms for me, at least personally, in terms of energies, mm-hmm. in terms of the masculine energy being the logical, rational side, um, having to explain reasons why and all this stuff. Whereas the feminine is more, emotional mm. in touch with yeah. in, in touch with just who you are yeah it's not, feminine energies and the masculine energies they're not like one is female the other is male they're both and they're or in everyone yes everyone is leaning towards um mass there's an imbalance in everyone if that mm. Mm. and to me it's just yeah being pushed as like a literal patriarchy which I, that, that's, I'm not even going to go into that. Yeah, that's, that's a whole other other thing. <laughs> not my interest. Um, okay. But, but in, in terms of science, what I was more leaning towards was that we're actually taught the wrong... So in science particular, for example, in like with atoms and physics, mm-hmm. the model, which is like the atom and then the shells of electrons, you know, taught that until like year 10 uh, and maybe year 11 if you choose to do physics then you're actually taught how the world really works so what what our curriculum does is it actually teaches people the wrong thing mm-hmm. it assumes that they're i guess too stupid to i, I don't know that would be my I guess um too stupid or incapable of actually um understanding the truth uh if that makes sense that the way things really work yeah yeah yeah. And that's we for children as well we we, we kind of make fun and don't really tell them things and up really that's what yeah. We really um, yeah yeah so for me the problem is that we're not actually because science is science has reached a point um through quantum physics and stuff where we we have we know how things really work but we're <laughs> still people the old way which is is not it's again it's not wrong it's incomplete for example newtonian mechanics is not wrong it's incomplete because Newtonian mechanics works for the great scale, and but there's the equation is incomplete. There's still one like an extra little add-on, which I learned in university, which right for the quantum like world. Um, everything we're teaching to students, we assume that they're just going to use this to forge their career paths, but it really forges who they like their entire belief system in their yeah. mind, and the way they actually see the world is forged from what what we teach them in school and what we're teaching ki- like kids because this is what i was taught i speak from a point of experience um we're teaching people incomplete science and then that's forming an incomplete picture of the way the world really works yes and then that actually takes their power away and then they become really psychologically f- up <laughs> um, and that's where i think this is going to sound like a complete segue but that's what i think the fundamentals of like, for example, like mental health problems really stem from. Um, but the problem is that everyone's treating this every... They're mistaking symptoms for causes. Yeah. Like the spectrum. Whereas I think it actually goes really deep into everything about our modern society. Yeah.
0: I mean, you make a very interesting point because I've heard of people who, for example, suffer from anxiety. Um, and the reason they suffer from anxiety is because and this is their own thoughts and I'm not, you know, saying everyone feels this way, et cetera, et cetera. But I've heard individuals where they've spoken on podcasts, funny enough, um, where they had a lot of anxiety and harbored a lot of anxiety because they were taught that, everything that they do is extremely important, extremely crucial, and they've got to play this really important part and that, you know, everyone's lives are at stake. If let's say they're a boss and, you know, everyone's got families, so on and so forth. And that was this point of huge anxiety for them. Um, And that was because of the construct of, of society. And, and, you know, you're obviously taught that you have this, very important part to play within society and it's important that you get this role correct and you and and there are all these responsibilities and so on and so forth and funny enough they they only got past that once they realized got past this anxiety once they realized that everything's not hinging on them in the same way that they've been taught at a young age everything is you know it's it's funny enough because i'm sure a lot of people go through this this stage in their life where they start learning that lying isn't actually as bad as, for example, as you're taught, you are when you're a kid, you're taught that, you know, you should never lie or you should never like hit someone. Um, when ultimately lies can be used for good and, you know, white lies and so on and so forth. And there are times and places to tell people lies, but yeah, it's an interesting point you raise. I think that, um, all these things are we, we are essentially built on what we're taught from school or at a young age. And, and that, that builds out our subconscious in a way that um, we can't really just fix. Um, yeah. But it really doesn't mess us up um, because if we start going, delving into things that, I mean, as far as I'm concerned, even entrepreneurship, not everyone is cut out for it because of the preconceived because of the Fundamental, the foundational things they've been taught. You know, you have, you've all like. I mean, think of even the banking system, the way they give you loans. It's all hinged on: Are you working for someone? Yes, you are. You get this. You get a constant income. Banks are set up so that that counts way more than if you were, say, an entrepreneur who were, and you had your own business earning the same amount of money, because you're taught that you fit in within this system and that gives that that gives this false sense of stability versus if you were earning that money yourself because somehow you cannot be trusted, but this higher system can, where you're just kind of part of this bigger company. Um, it's interesting that we're limited in that way. And I know for some people we're probably sounding a bit cuckoo <laughs> for for a lack of a better word. Um yeah,
1: That's fine, that's fine. If we sound cuckoo that, that that's it's not to say that it just means that they. It's a non-judgmental thing. What I'm about to say. It just means that that person lacks the frame of reference to which put what we're saying. That's it. An experience. Yeah, um, I mean, in, in a in
0: a very simple way, it's like you know, if if there were two people who invet, invest in Bitcoin, one of them invested um, and got out before it, you know, went back to next to no value, and the other person clung on and stayed and you know, the investment went from say a thousand back down to $500 worth because of these two different frames of reference in a, in a very simple way. One person's going to think Bitcoin is an amazing opportunity to make money. The other person is going to think Bitcoin is an amazing way to lose half your money. It's, it's quite simply Perfect. the same thing, isn't it? it yeah.
1: Whatever
0: Perspective. Exactly. It all comes down to that. All right. I have two more questions before we wrap up with the top 12. Um, Question number one, who was that lady? Because I'd love to get her on the podcast and have a chat with her. If you could shoot me details later on. Um,
1: Yeah, yeah, I'll shoot her her, her details. Her name is, well, Balina. I actually forgot how to.
0: That's right. Shoot me her details. Um, maybe if you if you have a contact for her, make you maybe you can make the intro and yeah, I'd love to chat with her. Um the second thing is I'm sure everyone who's listening is wondering, how do you fund your life nowadays? Like if you're if you're kind of going with the flow, um I'm sure there's people out there who would love to do it. How how do you fund it if you don't mind me asking? Like
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, I guess you can so my one's interesting. Um when I was in year ten, I had put everything I had into Bitcoin. Um and so when was this?
0: Year 10 or how long ago was this?
1: 2014 fifth fourteen maybe?
0: 2014. So how old are you now if you don't mind me asking? Twenty one. Twenty one. Sure. So, cool.
1: Yeah, something like that. And Bitcoin was very low back then. I didn't have much money, but it turned into quite a lot. Mm-hmm. So I have that. That's kind of my little nest egg, you could say. But that that's just my savings. But then I also have, like I'm privileged to have um support for my family as well yeah. yeah but I'm gonna I'm actually trying an experiment <laughs> you could say I'm cutting that off by the end of this year mm-hmm. um, and're gonna laugh at this but I everything I've experienced has shown me that as you need things they will come but you have to be in a state of consciousness ready to receive and you have to reprogram your beliefs um, yeah. and that's what I'm um.
0: It's funny you say that because um, I, I we're digressing a little bit, but um, it's actually the way you explained what you what you just explained that you know when you need it, it will come. Is actually the same, um, and you know we talked about coincidences or causality and and perspective and miracles and so on and so forth. Um, that was the exact definition that I've heard given by say nuns and priests who, you know, really needed some resources to give to the poor. Um, but, you know, the last minute it just happened. Um, it's funny because you're both explaining the same thing. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, in a religious frame, you would call it a miracle because you've received it in the last minute when you needed it. But I don't know that you'd call it a miracle. You're just, you're just not, you just, you just know, you On the other hand, your frame of reference is that it is intuition and it's just the universe kind of making things happen when it needs to happen.
1: Yeah, so that's interesting. So for me, because religion is an interesting one. For me, religion and science, every, like really any endeavor of humanity is kind of an attempt. We've forgotten this, but it's an attempt to look at the truth and find out how the world really works, how the universe Mm -hmm. really works. And all these things, religion and science and quantum mechanics and like psychology all these things are different lenses to look at the universe from If you and explain the universe yeah but at the core of it the universe there is only one truth there are just lots of different ways to say it and there are lots of different ways to look at it Um, and frame it yeah yeah and frame it and that's why you kind of you know you're on the right track when a lot of people say what you say but in different ways yes (laughs) Um, what you try to do is you try to essentially innovate because innovation is just copying and improving. Yeah. <laughs> so that's what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to, it, well, it, I don't even try. It just kind of comes. Um, I see things that have been said and I see the truth and then I see what has been distorted. Um, and that's for me like, re- yeah, re- religion and that kind of stuff. Like yeah. Um, but yeah, that's that's kind of how I fund it. Um, oh, that's, so next that's so awesome. you should be interesting because I definitely have enough currencies. <laughs> <laughs> my life for a while um yeah. but
0: yeah nice. that's that's awesome um yeah. so one question before we get into the top 12 um where can people find out more about you how can they get in touch with you what's do you have any links to plug what do, where can we get it, you know where can someone who feels the same way who'd like to chat more get in touch
1: yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I tried to make a Facebook page before because I do sound bowling, which is like deep sound meditation. But to be honest, I don't really like social media. Uh-huh. Um, probably email is the best. I could give you my email.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll chuck that in the. I'll chuck that in the description because um, I've got that.
1: If anyone feels resonance with what I say,
0: just yeah, awesome. All right. Um, in that case, are you ready for the top twelve? Did you did you get get me? Get my email earlier. Did you see what I? <laughs> That's all right. This is going to be much better this way. Um, so the top 12, we're all about trying to give 12 things that anyone can kind of feed off and go find out more about. Um, so the top three to start off with. So we do four different areas and the top three things of each Um, and my hope here is that people can take these if anything they can listen to the last you know five ten minutes of the podcast and get an idea of really awesome tools to look into really awesome books and podcasts really awesome mantras to follow or people to follow so the first top three is the top three books or podcasts that you recommend any any that you really recommend we check out definitely definitely
1: there's one book okay so the problem with there's a quick monologue and then i'll get into the books but books um especially around like consciousness raising or spirituality or what do you want to call it some uh, one problem is that you just keep wanting to read everything like, mm-hmm. there's so much to read um so this is a book to end all books i would say it's called letting go the pathway to surrender by uh david hawking I think. Mm-hmm. that is that is fun. that is amazing that's a mm-hmm. great read um the silistine prophecy that's like a fun adventure that's also really good and then three. Oh no any podcasts? do you listen to
0: podcasts
1: podcast oh i mean joe joe rogan yeah uh there's a one po- podcast everyone knows joe rogan i would listen to joe rogan bob lazar okay that'll open your mind up um, awesome
0: all right next one top three software or tools that you cannot live without Things that you use every day to function. It can be as simple as you know Gmail, or as complex as some random bizarre startup.
1: <laughs> okay, this is interesting. Um, Gmail. <laughs> I'll say <laughs> <laughs> tools and software. Um, what's useful? I don't know. I guess Zoom. I've been using that more more often. That's mm-hmm. kind of a good way to use technology because I connect with people like that. Um, my laptop, my trusty laptop. Trusty laptop. What do you
0: use? Do you use a macro Windows?
1: Uh, MacBook. Of course. <laughs> mm, Mac man. Nice. Uh, Spotify. Always need music. Yeah, that five. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's cool. We need. We only need three, so that that's good. Um, top three mantras you live by.
1: Oh, oh, interesting. Um, yeah yeah yeah. okay so these are good these are good ones these are like okay top three um okay if i don't know what to do i just surrender (laughs) um and surrender i define as letting something be without needing to change it the way Mm -hmm. it is whether that's an emotion a thought um never try to deal with things on the thought level oh my god you'll get caught in a storm (laughs) um second mantra yeah opening keeping my pos uh my possibility space open so not limiting myself to what's possible whether Mm -hmm. how no matter how crazy it seems no matter how crazy yep just give it a go yeah or just be open to. let it it, yes yes let it happen um and three don't think don't take things too seriously yeah
0: love it Awesome. All right. The last three, the top three people you follow and why you follow them.
1: Okay. Number one, Charles Eisenstein, hundred <laughs> percent. Charles Eisenstein, he was very important on my journey. He's someone who's able to dissect exactly what's going on in Western, um, culture, modern culture and where we went wrong and what's, what needs to change. Mm-hmm. So if anything I said resonated, look into Charles Eisenstein. him. Uh-huh. um, Charles Eisenstein. Oh, okay. Um I guess right now there's this guy called Jordan Bates. He's someone I actually ran into from my startup journey. So I met someone at Sydney Dartcon. Is that what it's mm-hmm. called? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I actually so that's a funny story. I, I hacked my way into getting free VIP tickets. So I was on <laughs> this I was on a yacht with like um with all the all the speakers and they were all international and then I was wearing my startup shirt going <laughs> up to all of them, getting their numbers and I was like, Wow, this is great. And then one of the girls I met, she's like awesome. Um she introduced me to him, or at least told me about him. And then I've been following him for a while. I like getting his emails. His name's Jordan Bates. Jordan he Bates run, he runs a site called High Existence. And mm-hmm. it's just kinda of about life. And mm-hmm. yeah. Calls it cr- helping. I guess helping people craft the most exciting life.
0: Okay, awesome. And then who's the third? Do you have a third person?
1: Oh, third person. Um, there I follow. Ah. Uh, it's alright if you don't have one. Oh, there's someone. uh Bill Plotkins. He's a depth psychologist. Okay. Um, he wrote a book called Soulcraft. Mm-hmm. It's basically about. Um, psychedelic experiences, but completely without drugs. <laughs> so if that interests interesting. you, interesting. Bill Plotkins, yeah. yeah. Um, very. That's what got me into this. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Awesome. All right. That's that's yeah. Those are really top twelve things that I'm probably gonna have to follow up now. I don't know if I have the time, but I'm gonna have to do it because it sounds really interesting. Um, thanks for hopping on a call, Nick. Um, thanks for being on the podcast. Um, yeah, we'll keep in touch and. um talk to you soon yeah see you soon see you yes. soon Thanks for listening to another episode of the Future Drive Podcast. If you enjoy this podcast, please leave a review on your favourite podcast app. It goes a long way to helping us. If you have any thoughts, questions, or comments, email us at hello at futuretri.be. If you haven't already, become a part of the tribe on Facebook. Go to futuretri.be and invite your friends. We're just getting started, and we would love to see you there. That's it from us. I hope this episode has empowered you to keep working on bettering your future. It's a pleasure to have you as part of the tribe. See you next time.